This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. It's another bonus Picard episode. Hey Chickens, Fabulous Adam Richard here with another extra special grown-up Captain Picard episode of My Theory Podcast. Spring is my favourite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So, if you've grown up, keep listening. Uh, Mama's got theories. Theories like the corners. I can't sing, otherwise, I will get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> you know what happens? The internet police come, they listen to everything. I want to know like, does someone actually listen to all the podcasts, or it's just a robot? It's just a robot. Um, I hope you're enjoying Picard. Uh, I'm kind of enjoying it. Part of me's loving it. Part of me's like, uh, look, I know it's one of these, it's what's called a bleakwall. Uh, <laughs> this is a new thing they talk about, um, bleakwalls. It's a, it's a sequel that's bleak. Uh, so Logan, which also starred Patrick Stewart uh, as Professor X from the X-Men uh, and... You know, Hugh Jackman uh, playing Wolverine and Wolverine uh, doing a spectacular job. Um, uh, so Logan is very dark and depressing. Uh, I mean, I would, I kind of want to include Blade Runner 2049 in the bleak wall thing, but the first one was already bleak, so it's not like we were expecting anything else. Um but yeah, this is this is a thing that happens where they they revisit an old property and they make it depressing in in the new one, uh, which hasn't really happened with Doctor Who because it's still a little bit crazy and exciting and fun. Um, but the you know where I think I feel like this started this bleakwall trend is with Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, which is a seminal comic book from nineteen eighty five. 
It was around the same time as Watchmen, and it's a great comic. Like, it is an amazing, amazing piece of work. But it is basically Batman. He's retired from being Batman. Uh, he's now just boring old Bruce Wayne. Got a moustache. Uh, hanging out with the retired or retiring, I think he's retiring, Jim Gordon, who is police commissioner, about to hang up his boots. Um and, you know, the city's gone to shit. Uh, it's all terrible. Everything's falling apart. It's really bad. And then uh, one night, um, you know, Batman comes back um, after having been gone for years and years and years and years. And they kind of riffed on it in that third uh, Batman movie with Christian Bale, um, the Christopher Nolan ones. But... Yeah, it's. I reckon that's kind of where we started the bleak war. Because, you know, most people's thoughts of Batman is, you know, well, when I was a kid, like in 85, you thought of Batman, it was the Batman that was on TV every day back then. And that was Adam West sucking his gut in and barely able to speak English. I seriously believe Captain Kirk... <laughs> William Shatner as Captain Kirk and Adam West as Batman. They both have this faltering, stuttery kind of de- delivery where it's kind of like, Spark, I can't breathe because my girdle is too tight. <laughs> it's the same in Batman. It's like, chum, have to get Catwoman down from the ledge. Girdle may pop. Uh, I, I honestly think it's because they were sucking their guts in all the time. <laughs> And also trying to keep their hair pieces on. Um, anyway, that's just a, a crazy theory about uh, middle-aged actors in the 60s. Um, but yes, so Bleakwall. Star Trek Picard is a bleakwall. Uh, and it's so bleak and so kind of dystopian, which, you know, I'm sure there's many fans of the original Star Trek who's like, it's not my Star Trek, uh, not my Captain Picard. Because Gene Roddenberry's vision when he created Star Trek was like this utopia, which is a very American thing. But, you know, you've got writers like uh, Michael Shaban and Akiva Goldsman, uh, respectively Pulitzer Prize winner and Oscar winner, uh writers on this show, so it's going to get a little bit um, fruity, how do we say? (laughs) Uh, To the point where, so in this latest episode, which I'm I'm getting around to my theory, (laughs) in this latest episode, there was a moment where Soji, I'm going to call her Shoju, <laughs> I'm going to call her <laughs> Soju, whatever that plum wine is you get in Korean restaurants, I keep thinking that's her name. So Soji, the other robot from that didn't explode, the sister, uh, when she's walking through the orchids and looking and it's like, is, my, is that my dad? I don't know if it's my dad. I don't know if it's like, honestly, because of how grown up and adult and bleak and eyeball pulling out he this show has become. I honestly thought she was going to discover that she was a weird sex robot that <laughs> dad had made. <laughs> and in all it turned out to be is that she was a, a wooden dolly on the table. Um so my interpretation of her dream is that I think Maybe Maddox and Aggie had a kid and it died somehow. But before it died, they transferred its mind into this robot that Maddox had been working on. This, this you know, offspring of data that there were two of. Um, so part of why Dr. Girardi is being all a bit twitchy on the spaceship is because 
this is technically her kid. She knows that this is her kid and that it's got the brain of her kid. Um, so when the little girl sees herself as a as a wooden doll on the table, like that's just her coping mechanism with seeing the creation of herself as a robot thing. Uh, so yes, that's my theory. I have a theory finally about this show. <laughs> But yeah, I reckon the little kid died uh, and the little kid maybe died because of something to do with being made, put into the robot. Um, and so that's why Dr. Girardi cracked it with Dr. Maddox, her former partner, and murdered him. We have not... No one even noticed that that was a murder, did they? I loved, I really enjoyed the, um, the moment of uh, Patrick Stewart getting to just... Cut sick. Like, his best scenes in any of Star Trek are when he's freaking out about having been a Borg for five minutes. So, yeah, they were some great scenes. Um, my favourite Easter egg, I think, so far in this show, the Flodder lunchbox. Uh, the Adventures of Flodder. <laughs> it was, it was a, like, one brief moment. I was like, oh, my God, it's Flodder. <laughs> I'm such an idiot fan. Um so, it was a thing in Star Trek Voyager, like there was this really annoying, somewhat terrible episode where, was it, is it Worf's kid? Or, no, it's, oh my god, it's that annoying Naomi Wildman um, goes into the holodeck and there's like a Flodder character. Or was Flodder in Next Generation? No, no, it's definitely Voyager. Like, I was gonna. I thought it was the one where <laughs> Alexander and and Troy's mum have a mud bath in the holodeck. But no, I'm pretty sure it's it's Naomi Wildman, the annoying child. Unless it was one of those Borg kids. Uh anyway, it's it's an ongoing, very annoying uh, holodeck adventure in Voyager. It's it's just like. I don't know. It's like Yo Gabba Gabba of the future. <laughs> it's kind of like future, you know. All right, I'm going to say it. it it's space Teletubbies. <laughs> anyway, Flotter. I got excited by the Flotter lunchbox. Um, also, how annoying was that bloody labyrinth? I ugh, I hate a spiritual labyrinth. Look, I this comes from a very, very... I know they're meant to be really good for you, uh, but... When I hear the word labyrinth, I think of a maze, and I think of the the labyrinth that uh, <laughs> that what's his face was in, you know, Icarus and Daedalus, um, and Theseus and the Minotaur, all of that stuff in Greek mythology. But we had a labyrinth contestant on Hard Quiz, or we will do in an upcoming episode, and uh, it's a spiritual tool. You walk around a labyrinth. Like, there's one at Centennial Park in Sydney, and when I saw the signs for it, I was so excited because I thought it was going to be a hedge maze. I'm like, oh, this is great. I can't wait to see the labyrinth. Oh, my God, I'm going to the labyrinth, everyone. <laughs> no, no David Bowie in unfeasibly tight pants. Uh, it's just a drawing on the ground. Um, I mean, it's more than a drawing. It's like pavings and stuff. It costs like $2 million or something ridiculous and it was privately raised funds. Uh, so it's... And it's a beautiful piece of work and it's based on, I think, the one at Chartres Cathedral, which is like considered like the oldest, most amazing labyrinth. And labyrinths were invented like because you were meant to go on a... You know, like a, a pilgrimage, like, you know, like the pilgrimage to Mecca, if you're a, a Muslim, all those kind of historical uh, religious pilgrimages you meant to go on. So 
Because during, was it during the plague or maybe there was a war going on? Anyway, you couldn't go there. And <laughs> maybe during the Crusades or something. So they just built this one in this cathedral and you just went along the labyrinth in backwards and forwards turning in on itself. And that was meant to be your pilgrimage. You just went in a circle under the church. Um, anyway, when I saw that a labyrinth was going to be part of the plot, I got very upset. Anyway, who knows where Captain Picard's gone and why did neighbours Romulan stay behind just to stab some people, just like Seven of Nine last week? Did they only have like a budget for a certain number of actors per episode? Is that what's going on here? I don't know. See you tomorrow with the new episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.